is a Bramble Jam podcast. Hi, I'm Bran, and I love classic ABC Family Christmas movies. I'm Dan, and you might have guessed it, but I despise classic ABC Family Christmas movies. I'm Alonzo, and I take classic AF Christmas <laughs> movies on a case-by-case basis, and this is, is the, the Deck the Hallmark Podcast. Hello, it is Deck the Hallmark. It is another Monday, it which me means it, it just, just, to, just get going. Just kind of get, get going with it. Um, very excited for today. Yeah. Another classic made-for-TV Christmas movie with our good friend Alonzo. Alonzo, welcome back. Howdy, sir. Thanks for having me. Are, you, are you feeling festive? Christmas Prince 4, are you ready? <laughs> You ready where, to do this? Where is Christmas Christmas? They haven't announced it, have they? No, gosh, no. <sighs> I was just trying to live out uh, a horror movie so I didn't have to do it like, in real life. Like if I imagined it, it wouldn't come true kind of thing. Because my Google alert for Christmas <laughs> Prince 4 uh, so far. You have an app. Un, un, unpinged. Yeah, you have an app just for that, don't you? It yes, just is the Christmas yes. Prince 4 app when, when we're on red up, alert. I wake up and hope every morning and then uh, my dreams are crushed. Keep checking the blogs. See if you can <laughs> get it out there. If they, yeah, if they were. I want. Netflix should have created her blog. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. A, like oh, for yeah. PR, and that's how they announce things, is through her bra- blog. <laughs> but coming back, we're doing more. <laughs> Princess Emily hacks it, makes it different colors. I love it. I love that's it. That's classic Princess they, Emily. You, they should be hiring you for this stuff. Thank you. Yeah. Um, man, excited to talk about Snow Globe uh, from 2007, ABC Family. This will, aside from one movie, complete the entire catalog of Christina Milian Christmas movies on Deck the Hallmark. And we've done it. I, I don't know how. We, we've done, like, somehow, we watch a lot of Christina Milian around here. We dip it low. <laughs> we dip it low. I don't what know are you going to do? I don't um, is she more known for acting or for music? I mean, for people my age, I always think of her as a singer first, but I think your age, you would say... You'd say the movies, right? I don't know. Really? I know the music as well. I just... You were like nine when her first song came out. <laughs> I was dipping it low. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. That's just, it's just who I, who I am. What is she, Alonzo? I, I mean, for me, actress, but then, you know, I am colossally clueless when it comes to the young people's music. So I, I so don't pay attention to the pop charts of the last 20, 30 years. So I'm the last person to ask about that kind of thing. Yeah, I sing her first, but I, you know, she's done more Christmas movies successfully than albums. I think at this point, so it probably is an actor. I mean, is she still doing music? I don't think so. No. She does wiggle her way into a role in an Italian family in this movie, which is wonderful. She does. It's fantastic. She does. Yeah. Um, So, yes, we are talking about Snow Globe. Uh, You can watch it on Disney Plus if you have it. Not to be confused with a Snow Globe Christmas, also starring Christina Milian, but (laughs) not a sequel to this movie. Did you know this, Alonzo? I did not. There's a movie, Christina Milian, Alicia Witt, Donald Faison from Scrubs. Oh, I have seen this. I have seen this. I forgot she was in it. It's called A Snow Globe Christmas. It's also about getting stuck in a snow globe. It is. But it is not connected with this movie. (laughs) How? She has a lane, you know? Uh, 
typecast, I, man. Because you know the that 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 Saturday Night Live the Hallmark joke ad that didn't yeah. actually air, but that we've all seen a million times online with James Franco in it. Uh, one of the one of the plot scenarios is the cookie baking lady who gets stuck inside of a snow globe. So <laughs> Clearly, it's a, it's a hit. Yeah, it is a hit. It is. She's a hit. in two of them. Imagine like not being typecast in, in like a genre. It's it's very specific to <laughs> snow globe Christmas yeah. movies. Yeah. We got another Christina script. Million. We got another Wait, script, she, Christina. No, is it is it a snow globe? <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> I get yeah, when, when, when she did that Hallmark one where she had to save her mom's lodge or whatever. Yeah, where she memories was the, of Christmas. Thank you. Yes, yeah. I, I'm sure that she was trying to work a snow globe in there somewhere. <laughs> she said, what, what's the term for her in that movie? Because y'all use it a lot. Hotshot dealmaker. Hotshot dealmaker. That's right. Yes, that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big time hotshot dealmaker. If I can't have a globe, I want to be a hotshot That's right. Maker. Why wouldn't you? Do I remember just being okay with that, being disappointed because it wasn't Snow Globe? A little disappointed, yeah. I think, is where you landed. Um, I, I remember it being weird because the guy is like fixing something on the side of her house outside her bedroom window without asking her. I remember that. Yeah. Part I will say of that at movie. the time, though, Snow Globe was the only Million movie I'd seen. Now that and you've so seen them all. <laughs> now that I've seen, oh, I don't know, Christmas Cupid, um, hey. and there was, this is great. So, yeah, uh, also, also Globeless. And I think mm. that was part of that film's problem. Yeah, for sure. For yeah, sure. Uh, yeah, that was the only that was thing. The issue. Yeah, that was the only <laughs> issue. Otherwise, um, Snow Globe originally aired on December 15th. 2007. Wow. wow. George W. Bush president. Yeah. And it went a little something like this. Uh, we meet Angela, who loves Christmas so much that she wraps up salami and Christmas paper when people buy some at her family's deli. Gross. Uh, she's single, and she is not very happy with her life or with her family that just can't stay out of her hair. She gets this mysterious snow globe in the mail and doesn't really know what the deal with it is, but she, you know, shakes it, does the little, uh, cranks it, plays the music, and she, uh, she falls asleep. But when she wakes up, she's in a wintry wonderland, and she gets snow tossed on her accidentally by a fella named Douglas Holiday. Uh, she thinks it's a dream, but she absolutely loves it. This town always tells you Merry Christmas, but when they see her, they're like, you don't look like someone who's normally here. You're a visitor. They're all very confused because they don't get visitors, but they are happy to have her. Uh, she discovers that the stove is magical and constantly creates new food, and that's the first thing that makes her go, huh, this is a weird place. Um, also, the people there have never heard about Jesus, and it was a real missed opportunity for her <laughs> to do those, to just make, go through that Romans road. You're already That's you're right. getting there. Cube. You yeah, had the trip. perfect opportunity, Christina. Uh, she uh, she loves this town, um, and after dinner, she is trying to find Douglas. Doesn't know where Douglas went. She goes into the woods and she wakes back up in her room. Um, and she's like, oh, man, this is the worst. She's back in the real world. There is this uh, new guy living in the apartment building. Her parents own the apartment building, and they keep trying to set her up with new tenants, and this is just the latest guy. She's not interested because of du du Dougie, Dougie Doug. Um, she has another bad day. She heads back into the dream snow globe, and she's just having an amazing time with Douglas. She wakes up again, but this time she wakes up wearing mittens. Is this real? 
Well, I don't know. We get a montage of her going back and forth from real world to snow globe land. And uh, she's just bringing all of these new Christmas skills into the real world. She's really liking Douglas and she kind of uh, puts it out there and says, hey, do you want to, should we maybe be boyfriend, girlfriend? And he's like, absolutely we should. Um, but there's this other girl in snow globe who is, seems to be jealous as she watches them from afar. She, uh, she starts to miss out on family outings, spending so much time in the snow globe. And uh, one time she's hanging out with Douglas. She's loving it. She's having a good time, looking at Christmas trees together. And she says, I got to go tell my family that I'm not going to make it to dinner. Stay right here, dog. So she goes to tell the family, but the family invited Eddie, the neighbor, over Eddie. for dinner. They end up having a great time. But when Douglas gets sick of waiting around, he goes to try to find her and ends up in her world. And he's like, oh, hi, I'm Douglas. I'm Angela's boyfriend. And the family is very confused. And Eddie is super bummed. Um, she goes to show Dougie the big city and he is in awe. We get an escalator bit straight out of Elf and we get, uh, see, see him uh, interacting with his mall. He gets kicked out by a cop. All big fun. She takes him back to her place to try to, uh, you know, uh, really, you know, it's been a weird day for her. And you know what? Doug's here in the real world. Let's try to have some fun times together. <laughs> You know, you know the, the fun times, yeah. Uh, but he falls asleep Too before, tired. before, and so, um, yeah. I mean, what can you do? What can you do? New York, lots of walking. Um, she uh, needs to go to work, and so she brings Douglas down to Eddie to babysit him. Uh, they spend the day together, um, and they have a weird time. But that night, she ends up hanging out with Eddie, and they drink together, and they have a blast, and they almost kiss, but they are interrupted by the fact that Douglas is back in the apartment watching football, and the jealous girl shows up. Her name is Marie, and it turns out that she thinks that she's uh, Douglas's girlfriend. And Douglas is like, yeah, you're both my girlfriends. You're girls, and we're friends. He didn't get it. Um, he doesn't see the big deal, and she tells Marie, listen, uh, I think that you and Douglas are better together. It's clear. Um, I need you guys to get back in the snow globe. And Maria's like, when you say get back in the snow globe, what do you mean? And she says, you live in a snow globe. And she's like, oh, uh, she cranks that snow globe back up. She's very upset. And she ends up dropping it. And Angela ends up going back in the snow globe. And when it hits the ground, it breaks. Oh, no. Oh, no, indeed. She's very frazzled. She's trying to escape the normal way by running through the woods. But she runs into glass instead. My glass of ass. Uh, luckily, she gets her hand on a snow globe that's of her apartment. And that brings her back into the real world. And she gives Eddie a big old kiss. Her and Eddie then fix the snow globe and send their friends back into the snow globe. Let's be honest, where they belong. Marie gives Douglas a big old kiss and he's like, now I get it. Uh, flash forward one year and Angela and Eddie are still together. They live in an apartment building next door um, and she owns her very own Christmas store called Angela's Christmas Store. Oh, and that, my friends, was Snow Glow. We did it.
We did do yeah, it. Did. Snow globe, everybody. Mm, mm, uh, mm. Very excited to break this movie down. We're going to do it with four seconds. But first, we're going to take a quick break. For what? Four segments. Segments. You got it. Uh, and I think I think we're going to have a good time doing it. You think we're going to have a good time? I think we just might. All right. Uh, but we'll be right back here on Take the Hallmark. Do we have it's, a new producer? It's a, it's a new. Today? It's a just yes, we do. Or just okay. stop. Just Tracy finally get her day off. Yeah. Listen, she she has the days. Lose them or lose them or use them or lose them. There it is. Lose them or use them. Either way, it works. we're talking snow globe, Dan. Yeah, we are. Um, the ABC Family mega hits. The original million. The original. The OG. <laughs> um, Alonzo, I want to start with you. I want to start with the hot take where we share exactly how we felt about this movie. What did you think of Snow Globe? You said last week you'd never seen it before. Mm-hmm. Now that you have, are you happy you did? I... <laughs> <laughs> when we talked about the first Christmas Prince, and I said it was, it was weird to go back and see it again, having seen all the movies that it borrows from Royal Christmas and whatnot, this was kind of a reverse where I've seen other movies take this situation uh, and do it, do it where the person finds themselves inside this sort of idyllic, you know, Christmas display kind of Christmas, you know, Christmas movie, Christmas, um, Christmas perfection. Uh, the, the other Christina Million snow globe movie. Like I've seen this bit now done a few times and this movie is really frustrating because I think it's this close to being, funny or dark or insightful (laughs) or weird in all these different ways. And then it doesn't do any of those things. Like it backs up from all of these like ontological issues (laughs) of people finding out that they live in a snow globe or what happens when people who live in this sort of repetitive idealized world discover what sex is, or is there some point to the fact that this idealized perfect Christmas as it is presented to consumers is all white people and Christina Milian is not. None of this is ever commented upon. And so like there's a a much more interesting movie that's sitting right there that nobody felt like making. Uh, And so what we're left with is just kind of an averagey Christmas movie that I didn't super love. There you have it. I hear what you're saying, and I disagree with all of it. I okay. I love that. This should comes to no uh, like no surprise. Come to, to anybody. no surprise. I love this movie. Yeah. Now I want you to to keep in mind. I saw this movie when it came out as and a you fifteen were year old. Brand. You were four years old. Yeah. I was fifteen, and this is just this is just per- it was just perfect. So I mean, this was your I, gateway drug. This basically. was a yeah. huge gateway yeah. drug, and uh, I just absolutely loved it. I loved the snow globe. Uh, I mean, the, the, the bit of him, of Douglas being in the real world, uh, they ran with that throughout his what? journey, and I love that. There were some very clear things that they took directly from Elf, like just ripped it out, which yes. is impressive. Yeah. Um, but overall, I just absolutely love this movie, and I, I, I'm, not, I'm not even ashamed of it. You should be ashamed of it, Brandon. Well. <laughs> you shouldn't be because this movie's garbage. Uh, I did chuckle a few times, like actual laugh at this movie, one. And two, Christina Milian's adorable. I, I think she's great. I'm a big fan of hers. This movie's terrible. It, it is shocking that she does not like spending Christmas 
uh, in a small town with all white people. It's crazy that she comes to realize maybe that's not the best thing in the world. Um, but the stereotypes abound in this movie. There's a lot of great Italian ones in there to throw out there for you as well. Um, they do run with bits, but to Alonzo's point, like, do they try to make like a Pleasantville or something? No, of course not. Do they try to make any movie that could be more interesting? No, but they're trying to make a Christmas movie for TV. And at that low bar, they still don't succeed. Uh, I, I just, I didn't like it. I, I thought it was long and I just thought it was not interesting. Um, the, 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 if they're supposed to fall in love, they don't get enough time together. I didn't like that aspect of it either. I thought the snow globe aspect of it was weird. Like I, I understand she's realizing that she's in her own snow globe and her snow globe is better than their snow globe. I think, um, but better I, for her, better for her. Yeah. It's better for her to be with her kind <laughs> And for the white folks to, I don't like, where, where do you go with that? I don't know what you do with that information because it is, it's problematic. I would say to say the, to say the least. It was problematic to make 99% of the people in the snow globe white. Yeah. Yes. It um, was a problem. It was a mistake. But she like, she. Or comment upon that. Yes. yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or do that. I, I just think it, it, there's not a lot of lessons learned. And then the, the chemistry while there isn't there a lot because there's just not many scenes together. Um, and, yeah. and then you've got an annoying Italian family and I, I, I just, uh, I don't know. It, it was, it wasn't good. It was kind of insufferable in all honesty. And I hate, I hate that because you love it. And I hate that. Did you, you. like watching me watch it? Though? I did. Of yeah. course. Of course I did. Brand. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it doesn't, it doesn't really hold up. I mean, you would even say, sure. <laughs> well, I would up. even say it blows, but yeah, <laughs> you would even say, listen, uh, but I, I do want to make it clear, like, love Christina Milian. Wish she was in a movie every year. Big fan. Well, one of my favorites, uh, in all honesty. So, you know, there's that. But not good. Not good. Don't watch it. It's a don't buy from Dan. But, I mean, Dan, <laughs> she's been in this. She's been in Christmas. Like, what? Uh, falling. Falling in love. In love was good. She, she's good in, the in that. And the Netflix? That was Netflix. The, ne uh, the Netflix, yeah. yeah. But when, when in the movie's not good, it's not her fault is what I'm saying. Like, I, th I think she is, like, made for this. I think she does a good job with it. She's super adorable, wonderful. You were made for this. That's right, Christina. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this right here. It is great because she's Cuban in real life, and she gets to be a part of a mixed uh, Italian family. And I did get a fun uh, – I get, get, get a kick out of – I think his name is Ron Canada, actually – who plays the sure. dad, Ron Canada, uh, and, and, and Antonio Moreno. And he, he was having a ball getting to play something completely different to the normal, like gravitas inducing speech giving guy that he is in movies. He's doing this Italian, like Don bit. And it's, it, he is having a lot of fun. Lorraine Bracco. I not as good, not as good. Uh, I, I gotta be honest, aside from the Sopranos, I don't know much that she's been in and her uh, role in the Sopranos is so incredibly, you know, iconic go ahead little movie called goodfellas dan oh my gosh yes and goodfellas I'm, I'm really sorry about Duh, that. dan yeah you've seen goodfellas right yeah oh of course um but in this movie it just is like not not great so yeah not good brand well, okay uh it's got all the feels. i actually would take christmas cupid over this movie he said it right here you heard it here first <laughs> You're not necessarily wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Alonzo's with me on that. I what are you? I don't, I don't know if I can completely sign on to that, but mm, you might not necessarily be wrong. <laughs> oh, man, that hurt my tummy. Oh, I don't yeah. like that. Yeah. 
I don't like it at all. Yeah. Uh, it's time for all the feels mm. that that did not give them to me. Uh, where we talk about what in this movie gave us those feels. Could be Christmas or the like. Alonzo. Uh, you know, I, I will I will uh, piggy piggyback on Dan saying, yes, Christina Milian, super charming. She does, like, carry this kind of thing off really well. And I really admire Matt Keeslar's commitment to the bit. Yes. Who plays Douglas, who is, you know, he's in Waiting for Guffman. He, he apparently left acting entirely and is now, like, a medical professional in Oregon, according <laughs> to his Wikipedia page. Wow. But, he, but in the, he had a good run there in the 90s and the ooze. And he is doing the you know like complete completely knife him. he's doing the elf bit the 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 like what new york city i have never seen any of this stuff before but uh he's even doing it in the snow globe though which is funny and it's just it's it's a he's fun to watch and i and i liked her i don't you're right she and her romantic lead get so little time together apart from that one eggnog scene that like it all feels very rushed at the end uh but that's kind of it on my feels mm. when um she enters the snow globe for the first time i i love that. i love that she realizes how terrible that place is and you love the snow globe <laughs> i i love the winter wonderland that is the snow globe okay like i, I of course i don't love uh, i wouldn't love being there for a long period of time because it's not real and like it's weird place yeah. i'm surprised she made it as long as she did like it is a weird place it is a horror movie yes but looking at it when you first walk into it it's awesome you've never wanted to walk into a snow globe no it sounds like claustrophobic i don't know it's a no for me but just would, you want to dr- would you want to drive into Hallmark's Evergreen yeah, so in the red panel? I was going I was going to say <laughs> Evergreen which you always compare to this Evergreen would be a cool town to visit. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It doesn't it feels a little bit more expansive yes. than the snow globe does. The snow globe feels like yeah. one it feels like in uh, the but Dolly also, Parton Christmas on the square. But like that's what exactly. that's what it feels Just like. Square only. That's but, right. But note that initially she doesn't know that it is a snow globe. Like right. imagine going into a snow globe without knowing it's a snow globe. So the beauty that is a snow globe, you get to experience that. Yeah, it would depend on the situation, I feel like. I, I, I can't win with you. I can't win with you. Who <laughs> depend what, on the situation? What, what do you need? What do you need to be a third Friday in December? Like, what well, do you mean? It depends. If on- I wake up and don't know where I am, the beauty of a snow globe would be lost by, through my terror of not knowing where I am. It's not lying the witch in the wardrobe. Like, you don't just go in there and be like, "Oh, I found this cool place." Like, you don't know where you are. If somebody told me I was walking into a snow globe and just got to visit, you're such an upper crust. Yeah, you're There's- such an upper crust. I am what I am. I don't even Chris- know what that means. Give me Christmas Cupid. <laughs> and to what and to what Alonzo was saying, I, I also I loved him in the mall. The I didn't think doing the escalator bit, you you didn't need to do that. Like four elf, years after elf, elf. Uh, yeah, elf yeah. is not like yeah. it is Yeah. It is but there's a lot of bits that are funny within the mall, like him running around the Christmas tree from the, the cop yeah. was funny. So yeah. there's lots of funny bits that he does there. I didn't think the escalator scene was needed to seal the deal there. I don't know why they did it, but overall funny bits. And I just I just you're an upper crust. Go ahead. I, as an upper crust, will tell you that I agree with Alonzo, so he must be one as well. Matt Keesler well. Matt Keesler doing the bit the whole movie long and selling it and being in on it and still asking about a shovel and having the shovel in the snow globe <laughs> is great. It's a, it's funny. It's a funny bit. It, it works really well. 
um, you know, him literally the knowing. The charade scene. Yes, the Christmas tree charade <laughs> scene is a great, really, really funny scene of television mm. um, where he starts to do it. And they're like, okay, it's my turn. <laughs> yeah, no. uh, and then he guesses Christmas tree right after it. I, that was a funny scene. I also um, laughed at Eddie trying to figure out the hippo, how to say hippopotamus. Yeah, hippopotamus is. It's, hippo. it's a hippo. Hippo. It's a hippo. Hippos is what we're Loved going it. for. Yeah. Um, let's take one more break. We'll come back. We'll do Wait What's. I guess if we have to, everybody. <laughs> Gosh, you're on deck the homework. We're back. We're talking snow globe, and we're at the wait what part of the show here on deck the homework, where we share exactly how we felt about this movie with wait what's is what I'm trying to say. When we're watching the movie, we say wait what's, and I'm going to start with my good friend. Alondo. We say, wait, what? Alondo. 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 What, what? Yeah, that's right. Go ahead. Okay. Let's start with the Moreno family, shall we? Um, the More- that whole, Moreno. That, that's the Moreno family. Hey, that, hey. Where the, the whole The whole first scene, like, why not just have them all yell, forget about that's it to right. each other? Like, yes. It's so so insanely caricatured <laughs> these uh, these italian cuban americans and like the ultimate point of this film is for angela to learn that you know the sort of idyllic perfect notion of christmas is is limiting and that you have to accept people for their imperfections and their you know the the wonderful sort of mess and noise they bring into your life and sure that's fine but these people are psychotic yes like that they want to throw her out of her apartment for her pregnant sister and her shiftless husband to come live in <laughs> without asking her without talking to her about it they're just suddenly up there with cribs and paint swatches and it's like oh yeah this is gonna happen that's all Awful. So, That's, like, yep. the, 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 if the message in this movie is like, you know, embrace your family for all of their sort of loud imperfection and not these like bland, white, you know, literal wax figures, you can't also have her family be terrible because then that defeats the whole purpose. Yeah, her realizing that her family is right is the worst moral in this movie. Uh, it's terrible because her yeah. family commits a litany of sins, like, just like. No private space, invading her personal, you know, what, what, like all of it. It's bad. Yeah. And for her to leave going, oh, man, my family, they, they're right all along is, is probably the worst part of this movie. There is a way to portray these folks as being like, you know, annoying and obnoxious or whatever, but still loving and yeah. you know, nurturing and really knowing how to do the holidays in their own way, even if it isn't the sort of, you know, Hallmark card version of that. I, all of that is great, but you can't do that with the Mansons. You no. know, it, just, it, it doesn't. <laughs> No, no. Uh, and then uh, I have to say, they really are straining our our love of Angela and enjoying and, and, and like rooting for her when she makes the guy who's into her babysit the guy who he mm. thinks is her boyfriend. Mm. That's that is sociopath behavior. Yeah. Yeah, like that. That is that is that is next level cruel. Frankly. Yes. Yes. Yeah. One hundred percent agree. <laughs> yeah, sure. So, so I get I get what you're saying. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> So those are my big ones. Okay. That's the main thing right there. Well, Bran, do you have any? In this I do. I have two. Movie? I have two. Imagine finding a uh, magic stove where <laughs> you open it and there's just food. 
and geese. finding out that all it makes is is geese and yams. Oh. <laughs> is there a worse usage of a magic Damn. stove than yams every other round? Just casseroles. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's just it's an all casserole what a magic wa- oven over there. What a waste of magic. Uh, what a waste of magic. <laughs> geese and yams, baby. And uh she goes out drinking with old Eddie and uh he's making her uh, uh, like Christmas drinks, eggnog inspired uh, shots, drinks. Yeah. yeah, yes. And she takes a shot of one, and her face says yes, but she describes it as a Christmas tree on fire, and that <laughs> doesn't sound good to me. It doesn't sound good to me. A Christmas tree on fire. Yeah. You yeah. get out, right? You get out. You get out. Yeah, if I could get that as a men's fragrance, however, I would totally wear it. Oh, okay, Absolutely. okay. Christmas yeah. tree on fire. Take notes yeah. out there, cologne people. Piney fur, but smoky at the same time. I mean, Christmas tree on, on fire. fire. Uh, that's all I got, Dan. That's all you got. That's all I got. There is no way an all-white town, secluded from everything else, does not know the Christmas story. There's no way. <laughs> Well, but that's that's another commentary this movie could have made because like the idea that these people who live in Christmas twenty four seven, but they live in this sort of like our kind of Courier and Ives imagination of it and have no idea what actual Christmas is. No way. You could run with that and do make a funny commentary, but instead it's just like this makes no sense at all. Yeah, exactly. They don't go for the. They bit would all be Presbyterians, all. clearly. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, very least Baptist. Um, I do think, uh, hear me out, that she is in a snow globe of her own at the end of this movie. And I think it might be worse, hear me out, um, her family barges in on her every day. They eat lasagna every meal. Okay, so lasagna starting off, great. Lasagna the fourth day, because they have it four times. And, And I can't believe I'm saying that this is a bad thing. The Giants play every night. <laughs> the the New York Giants play every night. What? There's a during gi- Christmas. Are, are, are they during Christmas? Are they watching the Giants on tape? What <laughs> what is happening in this apartment complex that they do this every single night that there's the Giants game on? It doesn't make any sense. And I, a football fan, don't want any part of it. Um, boy, please, please don't let me uh, under do any circumstances. Want, do we want to unpack the idea of lasagna as a goose stuffing? Oh, no. oh, I almost threw up. <laughs> That's past. That was disgusting. Did they stuff that goose with pasta? Apparently, yes. Oh, boy. Green with green lasagna. Gee. <laughs> no. It's past. Um. She thinks that the, her, I still don't know the guy's name, the love interest in the movie. Uh, Eddie? Eddie. <laughs> she thinks that Eddie is a de- pizza delivery dro- uh, delivery guy at, at, at when she first, that's the meat cute. And that's mm. fine, except for the fact that there is no world where this guy is wearing anything distinguishable or discernible that would say he works for a pizza company. He looks completely normal, and he's carrying a pizza into the building. And there's no hot sack. There's no hot sack. There's no hat. There's no shirt. It is a leap of epic proportions for her to go, you must be a pizza delivery guy. It doesn't make any sense at all. I don't know why. Like, just 
it's a pretty simple one question. Like, are you new here? You know, I, I don't get it. Because there's this whole conversation about the elevator. It's Brooklyn. Hey, and speaking of which, I would not get on that elevator um, <laughs> under any any circumstances. Um, let's walk it through. First of all, they have to walk to the second floor to get on the elevator to begin with. Now, why? She said it's because the guy who fixed it jammed a crowbar into the like thingamajig and it's just eh, i don't know all right i'm out i'm out that's it i'm out you don't anybody that jammed a crowbar into an elevator and now it doesn't work all the way out second of all it's one more flight of stairs they live on the third floor it's one more flight of stairs it's nothing just i would never get on the elevator ever 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 i i don't that that was uh one that was pretty pretty straightforward that's all I got. Wow. Yeah, I know, right? Only five. Sounds like a good movie. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Sounds like a good movie. Do you say so? Uh, it's time for What the Hallmark. It's the part of the show we wonder what could have been. Maybe having gives some clarity to the questions that we still have. Alonzo? Okay. So, at the end of the movie, Eddie and... Not, not Eddie. Douglas and Marie return to the snow globe, but now they know it's a snow globe. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, is yep. this a Garden of Eden thing ooh, where ooh. like they can't really go back because now they know, know the what's limitations of their world and they they have they have tasted the fruit of you know a Nathan's hot dog? Yeah, they know they're <laughs> naked, you know. Yeah, know I still think that they're all snow globes. I think that's the big like she's in a snow globe too. At the so end it's like of the movie. end of Krampus. That's right. Yes. Yeah. 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 The end of Krampus. Krampus Gosh, is I love great. Krampus. Such a fun movie. Uh, yeah, mm. I think they're all in a snow globe of some sort here. That's my, my personal theory on that. Because it would be hard to go back to doing the same thing all the time and eating geese and yams once. But, <laughs> does, does, but, but they know. Does Angela know? Yeah, that's a good question. I mean, she sees the snow globe of her apartment at the end of the movie, and she mm -hmm. shakes it, and then she's back, and right. she doesn't have the snow globe anymore. I mean, it would stand to reason that she knows too, right? That's a more interesting movie. If everybody, it's like a Matrix situation. Yeah. So, or is is she an agnostic? Whereas <laughs> you know, uh, 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 what's his face? Douglas, Douglas and, and Marie. Douglas and Marie. You know, they they cannot unsee what they have seen. Mm. To that point, let's talk about sex, baby. Because <laughs> at, at the end of this movie, Marie gives him a kiss. Yeah, and he seems blown away by yes. this. Yes. And seemed to be like the first he's heard of this. Yeah. It, Marie, where, did she see it in New York? It was like, I want to give this a well, try. And to that, and then once word of kissing gets out to the town, of the, to the snow globe, forget about it, man. Real, Katie bar the door. It's yeah. a real Pleasantville situation. I, I'm, I'm just telling you that in the snow globe, Marie clearly has romantic feelings for Douglas before they leave right. the snow globe. When, when Angela's hanging around with him, like she's around the corner, like very upset. And he is just a wackadoo. Like he doesn't know. Like I actually think he just is a dummy, dumb, dumb, dumb. Like he doesn't know anything. No, but they're all, Marie's, Marie maybe isn't from there. But she's in the snow globe and wants to go back there. Wait a minute. What I'm what saying is every, from there. What I'm saying is everybody else is very, you walk in, you say Merry Christmas, that's it. Marie starts to have feelings and then she's just different. Do you think she starts to have feelings once Angela shows up? I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Man. A lot when there. jealousy is introduced, see, I think, yeah. yeah. There's a, again, this movie could unpack so much and it doesn't feel like yeah. it. Yeah. 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 
That's no, just me. Sure. Like what? Ha- like once people start seeing them kiss, what what is going down in the snow globe? Yeah, <laughs> we don't want to know. <laughs> yeah. Not ready for ABC fans. That's, no. that's a Showtime release. Free for maybe yeah. though. Showtime's <laughs> got true. It. Yeah, that's they're right. pretty bold. Yeah. <laughs> mm. I, I want to know about the family tree of the Morone family because uh, <laughs> Moreno. Ange- uh, Moreno, Morone, whatever, whatever. Uh, Angela and her sister don't look anything alike. Like not, no. not, like not even a little bit. They didn't even try. So is it uh, two kids from two different marriages? Where's that dad from? If it's the same dad, does he think Lorraine Bracco's cheating on him? Like I got a lot of questions <laughs> about that because it just doesn't, it doesn't add up to me. And then, um, lastly, were they just straight out of ideas when they came up with the name Angela's Christmas Store? <laughs> come on. I mean, like, hark, hark the Herald Angela's. Yes, right there. come on. That's just right off the top of his head. We went with yeah. Angela's Christmas Store. Um, that's really bad. That's a, that's a bad, bad bit, in my opinion. We could have had a better name for the store, and I, I just don't, that, that didn't work for me. Oh, yeah. Deck your halls with Angela Moreno. You know, anything. <laughs> anything. Anything would have done, yeah. Uh, we did, everybody. We did. Congratulations. Yay. Now, after this movie was done, you know, the credits roll, credits get small, and then some <laughs> Disney Plus don't promotes something else. And Mistletones popped up. Oh, it's, um, I don't know what it is, but it looks like a... Um, uh, like pitch perfect, but at Christmas. And I was in very intrigued by that. But instead, next week, we're going with Snowed in Christmas, the Andrew Walker, oh, yeah. Bethany Joy oh, Lens flick. Classic. Um, that people have been just uh, clamoring, clamoring for. for it. Also directed, it's directed by Gary Yates of Hallmark fame. Yeah, we just watched so, the, all, uh, the, uh, all of his movies. What yeah. were they? The One Perfect Wedding. Yes. Those three were all Gary Yates. All Gary Yates. Gary yeah. Yates does a lot of them, and so he hopped on over and did this one. Um, and I think it's available for rental somewhere, or uh, you know, maybe you got to shell, shell out some money. Shell out some money. I don't know. Okay. But, uh, we'll figure but it out. We're doing it. We're, we're doing People it, People have been asking for it. People asking. have asked, we're saying, let's do it. Yeah, that's exactly right. Um, Alonzo, um, give the people some wisdom, some parting wisdom. <laughs> uh, hmm. I, I hate to be put on the spot for wisdom. Uh, <laughs> it, it, if you have not watched Ted Lasso on Apple TV Plus yet, it is perfection. Mm. Yeah, I've been hearing a lot he of is, that, all from Alonzo. <laughs> Ted Lasso is Paddington with a mustache. Paddington Bear with a mustache. That sold brain. Oh, just my now. gosh. Is there marmalade? <laughs> uh, there are cookies. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. Say no more. I'm in. Uh, that was perfect. Thank you for the wisdom. Um, Dan, thank you for your friendship. Yeah. And the rest of you, thank you for, uh, Alonzo, thank you for your friendship too. And everybody else, uh, <laughs> thumbs up. And thank you for uh, watching and viewing and listening wherever you're doing all that stuff. We'll be back tomorrow with an Irish film. And <laughs> until then, may we be the first to wish you a Merry Christmas. <laughs> Trace. Deck the Hallmark is a Bramble Jam podcast recorded live and yeah, that Greenville, South Carolina is produced by Brandon Gray. Set decor by Plum Haywood Mall. For more information on all Bramble Jam podcasts, you can go to BrambleJamPodcast.com for more information on how to listen to Deck the Hallmark ad-free. You can go to BrambleJamPlus.com. <laughs>